Obi-Wan. May the Force be with you. Galaxy Far, Far Away. I'm your host, Ezra, the flannel space wizard, Y-wing enthusiast. Hey, it's not so hard to say that. Call sign, Gold Leader. And we are back with our Rebels rewatch. Today we are discussing Season 1, Episode 15, the season finale, Fire Across the Galaxy. But before we dive into the episode, let's check in with our trusty Padawan learner, the Princess of Brighty Village, my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie. Hey guys, it's me, Lottie. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on. Are you doing? Are you trying to channel my voice over there? Because that was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that was ridiculous. I do not sound like that. I don't know. We just decided on the spot that I would do your intro today, and um, yeah. that's that's what. That's my interpretation of it. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just <laughs> looking at the butterflies out the window, and I'm hoping one of them comes over and lands on my arm. You know? How do you know? That's what. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, sweetie, I'm doing wonderful. Good. Uh, drinking my coffee, ready to talk about the season finale here of of Rebels, and I have just been—I don't know—something about May and springtime gets me fired up. I'm just ready to go. Uh, May the 4th will be coming up, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some pretty good uh, deals on video games. There's always a lot of uh, Star Wars stuff on, mm-hmm. on sale for May the 4th. So let me, th- let me see. Let me see An let me Obi-Wan see. costume. For that would be awesome. Example. That would be awesome. I think when we drop this, the day we drop this, because we actually recorded this on Sunday, I think it will be May the 4th. So you know oh, what? Let's go. Yeah. Happy May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Can you say that? May, May the 4th be, be with you. you. Wow. That's not easy. Yeah. Did you know there's also like people like to continue it and they like to keep it going. So uh, they call May the 5th like Revenge <laughs> of the 5th. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I think for 6th they do, um, or is it Return of the 6th? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's just a lot of fun. Maybe it's, it's the 6th that they do that on. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's going to be fun. It's a fun time for Star Wars fans, and you know we've got some cool stuff coming out. It's going to be Star Wars Celebration at the end of the month, so this is sort of like the pre-hype. You know, It's sort of like this week is where you get ready. You start playing your Star Wars games. You start reading your Star Wars books, uh, looking at the news, getting ready to go. There were some leaked images for, for Kenobi, interesting stuff. Um, certain bounty hunter was going to show up in it and everything. So there's been some really kind of cool stuff that's that's happening mm-hmm. and we have some some special guests that are going to be there at star wars celebration Obviously, and yeah. i just cannot wait to, to watch all of that and and, and to cover it so yes it'll be fun and it starts on a thursday or friday uh i think thursday night is what they do do some stuff but mm-hmm. i'm not sure i think the live stream might start on friday i have okay. to go back and look mm-hmm. uh because the last couple of celebrations i've been there so i've not actually been following the live stream i've been on the live stream actually <laughs> So crazy. Anyway. um, All right. So let's dive into the season finale. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's just knock this out because this is we're like ready to move on to to like season two. I mean, Mm -hmm. we are we are like pumped because I would say that fire across the galaxy 
is sort of that episode that when well, I'll let you talk about this in a second, just the way uh, season one feels as a whole and why it's good, maybe what it sort of uh, feels like. So let me read the summary and then I'll let yeah. you I'll let you do that real quick. So. Okay, so Fire Across the Galaxy, the crew of the Ghost uh, sees an Imperial transport and use the TIE fighter that Zeb and Ezra had previously stolen to infiltrate and disable Tarkin's Star Destroyer in the Mustafar system. Uh, Ezra goes and frees Kanan using the duck system while Hera and Sabine and Zeb attempt to secure an escape route. Ambushed in the engine room, Ezra and Kanan face the Inquisitor in a lightsaber duel, during which Ezra falls and is believed dead by Kanan. Abandoning his fear of losing Ezra, Kanan succeeds in destroying the Inquisitor's lightsaber and rupturing the ship's engine, uh, into which the defeated Inquisitor cast himself to his death. Ezra reveals himself to be alive uh, and to have gotten a scar during the battle, which the Inquisitor, yeah, with the Inquisitor, uh, and escapes with Kanan. Both groups successfully emerge from the doomed destroyer with stolen ties. Chopper survives in the stolen transport alongside a number of other ships, and they all successfully escape into hyperspace. The rebels are greeted by Senator Organa and Fulcrum, the latter of whom is revealed to be Ahsoka Tano, uh, who tells the group that they are just one cell of many working for a larger rebellion. On, on Lethal, Tarkin introduces Agent Callus to Darth Vader, who has been selected by Emperor Palpatine to hunt the rebels in the Inquisitor's place. There we go. Big episode. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, before we get into all the details, how did you feel like as a whole looking at, se- at season one? Like you, you had some interesting mm-hmm. thoughts, um, I think, about it. Yeah. So that was so worthy of a good season finale, I think. And I'm so excited for the next couple of seasons because this season really, it almost felt like a little, you know, like build up and, and you get to know the characters a little bit. Yeah. But now you're ready to go like you're ready to start the big rebellion or like at least like get together with the other rebels and yeah it's just like a a nice introduction the first season is yeah and now i I can't wait for for the rest yeah so so i guess you you can kind of feel it building and what i said is that like i feel like season one gets you used to the dynamics you understand that ezra's Mm -hmm. kind of into sabine zeb's uh more of an an older brother uh chopper cause you know he he does he's got his own personality uh kanan and Hera are in what seems like in love uh Mm -hmm. there's something more going on there right that's her that's her partner yeah and uh yeah they're they're, they've become sort of this family and they they start to love one another really care for each other they're a really tight-knit unit and um Fulcrum has been the big secret. Who is Fulcrum? Where are they taking their orders from? Sabine wanted information on that early mm-hmm. on. Now we understand what's 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 happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and this rebel cell, I believe, was so important to the other rebel cells that when Chopper contacts Fulcrum uh, and tells him what's tells Fulcrum uh, or Ahsoka what's happening, Ahsoka was already worried about protecting Ezra Bridger, mm-hmm. protecting the rebel cell. Not don't lose it at the cost of one individual. And now the whole cell, a really good rebel cell could be at stake. So it's what causes the other rebel cells to say it's time to go take care of them because they've been on their own operating on their own. They lost one of their own. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get him back. And so it really forces all of them to come together. It's a really kind of a cool moment because they're like, we can't lose this unit. Yeah. And they think, yeah, they think this is important. They think it's super important Mm -hmm. to get Kanan back. It must be. They wouldn't risk this if it, if it weren't something yeah. 
uh, that meant a lot to them. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, and like you said, Ahsoka mentioned Ezra over and over again. We need to protect him. We need to... Yeah, to take care of him. You know, they don't know necessarily all the dynamics of the group or how much Hera mm-hmm. maybe loves Kanan or, or what's happening. They're just... Mm-hmm taking orders, doing things, and they're a part of this larger group. But when you start to realize, okay, there was more here. I didn't realize how much Kanan meant or how valuable he was, whatever whatever it might be. Because mm-hmm. Kanan is very valuable to Ezra. Yes. Uh, he needs to continue teaching him. He's valuable to all of them. And, and a lot of, I mean, just not just for that reason, but because he matters. He's, he's yes. an individual. Just like anytime Chopper is, is out there, they w- go back for Chopper. Got to get yeah. him. Risk your neck for him. Go get right. him. Uh, help Zeb. You know, Zeb struggled with that early on with with Ezra. The only reason he wasn't a part of the crew, Zeb was like, he's probably safer there than he is here. Mm-hmm. And he's now off Lothal. He'll be okay. He didn't quite understand the force connection right. that Hera and Kanan right. uh, saw in, in him. And so, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a really, really cool episode. They, I thought it was kind of kind of neat because you asked me earlier on the Tie Fighter that Zeb and Ezra steal. <laughs> yeah, total paint job done to it. They definitely did stash <laughs> it and keep it. Um, it actually took me a second when you asked that question. I was like, "What does that? Where does that come back up again?" But it's right here yeah. uh, in in this episode. They they use it to get close to get inside. It's it's a it's sort of um it's a trap. It's programmed by Sabine to go in mm-hmm. and disrupt. Uh, or disable Tarkin's right. ship. Right, so they just get the signal. It's a TIE fighter, just like six other TIE fighters coming in. They don't yeah. really see the painting yet. No. They just get the signal. Okay, it's a friend, like a our friendly. TIE fighter. Yeah. Right, so. Yep, they just saw it in the computer system. It, it logs, it checks out. Uh, all is good, then it comes in like, oh, that's a regular. Something's yeah. been done to it. Let's go check <laughs> it out. They think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the they, yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's, he's like, I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, "What the?" Mm, yes, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, so you, I think you asked the question, like, "What was that? What were those things that were inside the Tie Fighter that disabled Tarkin's ship?" I don't know if you asked that question or not, but they're ion disruptors. Okay. Oh yeah, I did. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what it does is just the electronics and everything in in the system mm-hmm. it disables them. It's sort of like a power surge, or like yeah. a pulse, and it just sort of it knocked the troopers unconscious. Um, it sends an electrical current all the way through. That's a powerful weapon yeah. they have. Yeah, and from the inside out, it really wow. was effective. And so it disabled, it overloaded all of the imperial kind of um, circuits and computer systems, and everything shut down. Mm-hmm. They went to life support and emergency power, which allows them then to go up with the with the transport and allow Ezra and, and everyone to kind of jump in from the side. Ezra mm-hmm. cuts a hole through, mm-hmm. and and in they go. They got to find Kanan and he can feel and he can sense he's going off of his feelings, trying to find his master yeah. um, as they're approaching a really cool moment where Kanan's eyes are closed and he's meditating, trying to get through the pain and he senses Ezra Yeah, and his eyes pop open, right. you know, and he's like, oh, he's That's here. Really cool. And then and Ezra's do at the same time. Kanan, he can he can feel him. And actually, that's a callback to like episode five when. Luke is hanging upside down and he's in he's in big trouble. He's been beat by Vader. His hand's been cut off in episode five. He's hanging underneath Cloud City uh, about to die. And he reaches out in the force. He closes his eyes. He reaches out in the force to Leia. And Leia's there and she can like her eyes are wide open mm-hmm. and she can she's like and she just says yeah. Luke and she can she can tell Luke is calling to her and then turn the ship around. And yeah. Lando's like, what, what, what are you talking about? Right. You know. Turn around. <laughs> that though made me wonder: Does so Leia is never trained, but is she force sensitive? 
Yes, she is. So she could have been a Jedi. She could have been, yes. She's yes. just never trained. Right. And we okay. haven't got to the sequels yet. They talk a little bit about that in the mm-hmm. sequels. Um, but And in Legends, in the what was before Disney bought all of this, there mm-hmm. was tons of stories that you, you've seen all my books that mm-hmm. talk about yeah. uh, Luke and Leia and all of their okay. kids and everything. Leia was a Jedi in okay. Legends. So after episode six, she's still Princess Leia yeah. and she's still, you know, whatever. Uh, she'll grow to a position of, of leadership, but then she's trained by her brother. She's trained oh, in the ways cool. of the Force. Yeah. 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 So. That's pretty neat. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Um, so let's see in this. Yeah. They, they finally make that connection. Ezra knows where he's at. He mm-hmm. figures out the ship. They, they, they hop in there because they weren't sure if he'd been transferred to the prison yet. Right. Um, or is oh, he on yeah, another yeah, transport? Yeah. Is he somewhere else? Where, is Kanan actually on Tarkin's ship? They had to, they had to figure that out. So they, they finally do that. Um, and then, yeah. What's his name? Tarkin? Tarkin. Tarkin. Mm-hmm. He's, is he the one talking to Kanan and like reminding him of how his master died and oh, trying to make yeah. him feel bad? That's, that's um, the Grand Inquisitor. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. that's him. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he, was he, was he there that he remembered that he knows or can he read Kanan's mind and see his memories? A little bit. How does he know? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does just sort of, uh, he has sort of figured out that Kanan, just based on, Kanan, he makes a guess about Kanan's master mm-hmm. being um, Master Balaba, mm-hmm. and just based upon training styles, because the Inquisitors studied, uh, if they if they had, didn't have a confirmed kill on, on a Jedi, or a Jedi Master, or whatever, or their Padawan, they tracked him. They got into the archives and said, who's left? Who can we mark off and say, yep, we got, we for sure got these people yeah. and who's left over. So they studied who was left over, who were the runaway mm-hmm. Padawans, who were the runaway apprentices. Gotcha. Um, and so it, they've narrowed it down. And this could be Caleb Doom is his name previously. It's not Kane and Jarrus. It's Caleb Doom. Oh, did mm-hmm. we learn why you changed that in the series? Uh, we know we, we might learn just, we, it's in, you have to kind of infer that like, just like Obi-Wan Kenobi changed his name to Ben. You know, he just goes oh, by Ben, okay, okay. right? You, they mm-hmm. change their name just because they're on the run. And Okay, yeah. I don't want to introduce myself sense. as Obi-Wan Kenobi. This <laughs> right. guy called himself Obi-Wan, you know? Okay, I get it. I get it, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he changed his name and, uh, yeah, yeah. So that his his master, though, uh, during, I think he says the last word that his master said was to run. Yeah. And so then she sacrifices herself while he runs and gets away uh, and she saves her, her Padawan. Which is huge, because look, he's still, he's a rebel. He's fighting for the Rebel Alliance. He's still fighting on. He's training Ezra Bridger, you mm-hmm. know? That sacrifice mattered. It's a big deal. All do, but yeah. I just read something interesting that he, so Ezra is about 14 years old right now, right? Okay. That's mm-hmm. exactly the age of um, how old Kanan was at the time when Balaba died. And, yes, and when his master died. Yeah, so so his training's incomplete, and that's that's big, you know. Keen, we've mentioned it a lot of times, but that's his his problem is that he's like, I was never trained to full knighthood, but he gained experience. He kept learning. He kept, mm. um, in this battle with the Inquisitor. So as they're being carried out here, Ezra does fall and is sort of, you know, this, this moment where Master and Apprentice are fighting. It looks like a lot like Phantom Menace episode one, where Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan are fighting Darth Maul, but um, you have Ezra and Kanan fighting the Grand Inquisitor. And um, Ezra gets kicked off, and, and you know, I don't know we think he we think he's dead for a second. But Kanan realizes that what's this, 
the strongest thing that he has is the force. Yeah. And the, the power of the force is what is what where a Jedi um, kind of gets their strength. You know, Yoda says that the force is my ally. Yeah. Uh, Darth Vader, when Obi-Wan Kenobi shows up, he says, Obi-Wan is here and mm-hmm. the force is with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that Mace Windu said to Yoda is that should we let the Senate know that our ability to use the force has diminished? Mm-hmm. Like as if the basically what Mace Windu said is that the force is no longer with us necessarily. Like it still was, they still used the force, but in, in a way it was like they were not in one with the force. Mm-hmm. They were not in step. They were, uh, they were deceived Okay. by the dark side. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. So yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> just interesting. Yeah. Remember I asked you, why do they always have to fight on a freaking bridge? Yeah, I know, right? This this definitely feels like uh, like episode one, and there's all these these fights where it's up in a high spot, and someone can fall down, and everything. That's just a thing. It, it makes for more of an intense battle. That's sort of what I've heard from people who behind, you know, Lucasfilm and stuff is that like, it's just something George did. It just made uh, it seem more like dangerous. Oh yeah, totally. You know, yes. it's like, oh shoot. Yeah. I know you can't. Yeah, you have to watch yourself. You can't fall, and then Ezra falls, and like uh, Kanan doesn't even take the time to like to check. Yeah, look like because when we get the cut from Ezra's perspective, it's like not that high. You would think like oh he fell down like right hundreds of meters. Yeah, I know. And he's good. He just looks up and it's right there. And if Kanan just looked like a little bit to the right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So (laughs) no, but I get why they at that because it, i actually love how then we see when he's like he thinks ezra's dead he's like fighting with the dark side and and the inquisitor is almost smiling again like oh yeah let's go he's you know yeah except for he's not using the dark side no though. no wait 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 oh, sorry. I'm, going, I'm getting there okay. and that's, he's that's why i'm saying he's fighting with it like that he can feel this anger mm-hmm. rising up right and and loss and and grief and whatever mm-hmm. but then he's like he just takes a big breath yeah he catches himself and and calms himself down yeah he says you're right i was a coward but now i know there's something stronger than fear far stronger the force Mm -hmm. that's all he says so yeah yeah. and then the grand inquisitor just says there's more to fear than death or worse to fear than death he just drops down he just yeah what (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. He basically says that there are there are other things that are worse than death, and so he decides to fall in battle. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, because really, what that is is there are consequences going back to Lord Vader into Emperor Palpatine, oh, and if he goes okay. back to them, they're going to torture him. They're going to uh, do who knows what. There, there's also, and actually, a connection. And I can tell you this now, I guess. The Inquisitor, his essence or his spirit is, I guess in one of the comic books, and I think it's in a canon comic book, his spirit is like trapped in some way and he he is becomes an, an eternal kind of spirit okay. that is used by Emperor Palpatine and, and guards some place. Um, so like his essence or energy is harnessed and and Luke Skywalker ends up fighting him later on for, for something. Yeah. Okay. The, it's a weird. Wow. It's a weird thing that happens in the comics, but it's like between mm-hmm. the movies, uh, and Luke will face him. I I can't remember exactly what it, what it, what happens there, but wow, yeah. 
Yeah, it's just so that's the kind of stuff he's talking about is that Palpatine can do more to you. It's not just death. Death is sort of this. All right, cool. It's it's fun. but like he can keep you suspended in some stasis form and and you're going to be uh, around his servant or or whatever. And yeah. Wow, that's crazy, though, that he knows that and he still decides to work for them, you know? Yep. Yeah. He knows what the consequences are if you fail. Yeah. So. Yep. So Kanan defeats him. All is good. And uh, he's happy to see Ezra. They have their moment and, and then out they go. They get Governor Tarkin out of there because uh, of his sort of the safety issues and stuff. They take the Inquisitor's TIE, which is pretty cool. So they have the Inquisitor's mm-hmm. TIE fighter. And they are harassed by a whole bunch of TIE fighters on their yeah. way out. Doesn't Not so sure that they're going to make it. Um, how are they going to get out of here? But then Chopper, boom, he comes back. And there are tons of cruisers with him. And they realize that Chopper is piloting the transport. Mm-hmm. And someone else must have been piloting the ghost. You know, so <laughs> they realize it's Fulcrum and it's, it's mm-hmm. Ahsoka who's yes. piloting that. Because she comes in there and just they take out a whole bunch of TIEs. And uh, so TIE fighters can't jump into hyperspace. They oh, can't, okay. um, not, not, not on their own. They don't have a hyper hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. So they have to be attached mm-hmm. to other ships. That's why yeah. they go in close and they get on the transport. These little things, domes drop down and they connect. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get out of the tie and you shoot back up into the transport. Mm-hmm. And then once you're there and you're safe, uh, away we go into hyperspace. Okay, cool. Yeah. Tarkin gets off and then he's uh, told that the rebels have escaped. He just sort of looks around, angry look on his face. Mm-hmm. And then we'll come back to him here in a second. But the rebels are in hyperspace, um, and everyone comes up to find. Uh, well, Hera and Kanan first have a moment, right? A mm-hmm. uh, little kissy, kissy moment. They don't really show <laughs> it, but in Star Wars, they say that like uh, the equivalent of, I guess, the way this is sort of a joke, but not really. A kiss represents a lot more than what we would think, you know. That you were intimate in some way. Okay. So, yeah. It's just, they don't ever, sh- Star Wars will never show any of that or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's just like an extreme form of, so when you see little gestures of like a hug or a, mm-hmm. a, a, a romantic moment, etc. Yeah. Sort of interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's in a documentary. It's one of the, um, I think it's the episode five or it's one of the directors or producers talks about it. So, yeah. Uh, Bail Organa, though, yeah, pops up and he says, and Kanan's like, I've met you before. I don't even know your mm-hmm, name, mm-hmm. but Hera does. His name is Senator Bail Organa. So you see that she had a lot more of the information yeah. um, and, and knew sort of what was going on. Which is po- probably good because they knew they would go for the Jedis first. And if the Jedis know too much, right, they would easily, well, not easily. We saw that Kanan didn't really... Um, give any information he said he would rather die but still if he had had all the information and they had some kind of torture where they could get it out of him yeah that'd be very dangerous and they would it's less likely that they would go to Hera to torture her and yeah yeah she has all the information so that's cool yeah um but tell me more about Ahsoka yeah Ahsoka because we I remember first time I saw her was when I watched um the Mandalorian. Yep, season and two. <laughs> I only watched mm-hmm. that because, because of you. Because of me. Yeah. Because it just Aww. it just came out, and I thought, oh, you're into Star Wars. That's something so I could watch. So you watched watch it. That's cool. I'm glad you watched yeah. it. Did you like it? I did. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't got to that it's in our cool. rewatch yet. I love the will. music. 
yeah. love the music. It's really good. So cool. Uh, yeah, so Ahsoka's in that, and she shows up, and she's like talking to Grogu and mm-hmm. trying to get him to uh, the right, his right, you know, like a, a master, and some the Tython, all that kind of stuff. So Ahsoka is actually at the end of this episode, we saw Darth Vader, mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahsoka is his apprentice, is Darth Vader slash Anakin's apprentice. Wait, Darth yeah. Vader's or Anakin's? Anakin's. So what you didn't see is in you saw episode two, uh-huh. right? Um, in in between episode two, so at the end of episode two, the attack of the clones, the Clone Wars start. Hmm. The whole war between the droid army mm-hmm. and the clone army starts. Six or seven years go by in between episode two and three. Mm-hmm. During those six or seven years, Anakin had an apprentice, and her name was Ahsoka Tano, and that's what the whole Clone Wars is about. I think they start off like episode one. Yoda brings young um, Ahsoka to Anakin and says, you know, at first he's like, I don't no, I have a war to win. I have stuff to do. She's going to slow me down. Uh-huh. I don't need this this kid. With yeah. Me. And Obi-Wan and Yoda agree that it might be good for Anakin. Like it uh-huh. might help him to uh, might mature a uh-huh. little bit. Yes. Maybe maybe. maybe assume a little bit more like responsibility he has to be responsible for a padawan learner and he's not as reckless Mm -hmm. and it gives him a lot of skills and and helps him in a lot of ways so she stays with him all through the clone wars and at the end at the very end one of the final seasons she's framed she is framed by another apprentice for an assassination attempt or an attack of some kind Mm -hmm. and she is exiled from the Jedi Order. Okay. Yoda and other members of the council, they exile her. They say she is no longer a Jedi. They kick her out. I'm kind of spoiling all, all of Clone Wars for you. Um, but at the end, they realize they were wrong. They had the, they had the wrong person. Mm-hmm. She was not to blame. Oh. Um, it was this other apprentice, Barriss Offee. And they were totally, totally wrong. And Anakin's so mad about mm-hmm. it. This is before episode three. He's all upset. You guys drove her away. And then he goes, he's like, Ahsoka, come back. They were mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. You can be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, this is not where I belong. This is not, I'm going to make my own way. Okay. And she does her own thing and she leaves. So she's not around. So episode three, she's doing her own thing. She actually faces Darth Maul. She fights Darth Maul. She beats him, brings him before, um, like has him captured and everything. She helps the Mandalorians and stuff. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Yoda even says, hey, you know, are you a Jedi? Did you do this as a Jedi? And she says, no, I did not do this as a Jedi. She's trained a Jedi. She's a Jedi, Jedi Padawan, apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the reasons, I mean, she's exiled. So yeah. when, when you hunt for Padawan and apprentices, she's a former one, but she's an exile. Okay. So is she still yeah. a Jedi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she is mm-hmm. more sensitive. Yeah. So, yeah. But she never shows up in one of the movies. No, she does not. So, because so, yeah. they created Clone Wars as an in between after mm. Episode Three, so Episode they filmed one, two, and three, mm. and then once that was done, they were done with the movies, and they mm. said, "Okay, what else can we do?" Well, mm. we left a big gap. Let's do a Clone Wars gap with like, let's talk about all the Jedi, like Mace yeah. Windu, Kit Fisto. Um, they go through all of them, Plo Koon and uh, Kiati Mundi. They all have missions, and they talk about like what was Padme doing for all those years. So Padme's in a lot of those. Jar Jar Binks is in those. What did everyone do for six to seven years of the Clone Wars? Mm. When Leia says, Obi-Wan, you fought with my father, you served with him in the Clone Wars, it's a whole period of time. 
you only see the beginning in the movies. You see the beginning of it, mm. and then it goes on for six to seven years, and then you see the end of it. Mm. They never showed us in mm-hmm. on film what happened. So they yeah. did the Clone Wars animated series to tell the story, and in that is when Ahsoka um, is you know introduced. Yeah. So cool. yeah, I like her for some reason. I don't know much about her, but oh, you'll love. Cool. She's a fan favorite. People love yeah. her. Like absolutely love her, and so she is very powerful. Very strong. She was trained by Anakin. Yeah. So the chosen one. She's a big deal. And she has her own book and everything prior to this. Like, like she goes on the run. She has to ditch her lightsabers. She, you know, all these things happen. Wow. Pretty cool. I can show you some clips. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So, sweetie, what do you think um, of this season finale? I like it. I think it's really good. I think it's cool because you did have the big drop was Ahsoka and then now Vader mm-hmm. is coming in. So you have mm-hmm. Vader and his apprentice kind of like, you know, you're like, wow, okay, they're one's working for the Rebel Alliance and then Vader oh, is now yeah. tasked with Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Now that now. you say that off. Yes. Anakin. Yeah. Anakin. Master and apprentice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then you have <laughs> Kanan. You have Kanan and Ezra who are master and apprentice. Right. And so so there's going to be a lot more depths to this with like the force and Jedi and Sith and what's all really going on, you know? Yeah. So it's going to be really, really cool moving forward. Um, I like it. I like that they went and rescued Kanan. It showed how much they cared about Mm -hmm. him and each other. And at various points, they were all kind of sticking their necks out for each other in season one. Mm. And they really show that they're a team, that they care for each other. They joke, they make fun. But at the end of the day, like Sabine cares for Ezra, Ezra cares for all of them. They all care for Chopper and Zeb. Mm-hmm. Likewise, like you know yeah. what I mean. They're all equal members in this yeah. in this crew, so that's that's sort of a big deal. And I think they're all different species, right? Well, no, like Sabine, yeah. Ezra, and Kanan. Kanan they're all human. Human. Yeah. Okay. Right, coming from different planets and stuff. But though. then Ezra and Kanan, they're force sensitive. Sabine yep. is a Mandalorian, Mandalorian. so mm-hmm. yeah, yep. it's really a really cool group. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, Zeb is a Lasat, and then uh, Hera is is a Twi'lek. So, by the way, I thought when we started the episode, and Sabine was trying to distract the um the troopers. Yeah, it's funny that she always calls the troopers bucketheads when she's a buckethead herself. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she's got yeah, <laughs> like, she's got a bucket on her I head. I mean, kind of right. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's funny. Also, she was like, they they do something really simple, um, that Dave Filoni kind of uses, but. Just having the character say, wow, you guys have gotten a little bit better with your mm-hmm. shot and your aim. And she's like, but I've gotten a lot better, you know, and yeah. it just why she's flipping everywhere. She's doing different stuff. Yeah, they did that to kind of that's an easy way to say, no, I've leveled up like this character. We're all leveling up. And when we mm-hmm. go into season two, we have more powers. We have more things. There's more skills that we know. And it's just an easy way to tell kids that, oh, OK, they got better. Mm-hmm. Like Sabine is getting better. They're yeah. all getting stronger. They're all getting more uh, intelligent, you know, just yeah. growth throughout the series. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. Yep, it's pretty awesome. So, yeah. Uh, all right, I think that is that is it That's for season one. Season one, <laughs> yeah. Season two, we'll start with um, season two, episode one, the siege of Lothal, part one. The siege oh, of Lothal. We have a two-parter. Two-parter. Yeah, yep. to start off. It's awesome. It is an awesome way to start season two. So we'll dive back into all of that, but. Uh, friends, yeah, again, if you got thoughts, comments, um, you know, hit us up. Again, follow us over on social media at uh, Charlotte Sue and at Womprat underscore 2M. Uh, follow Hyperspace Hangout on TikTok. Uh, you can follow our Fleur and Bill account, all those good things. We'd love to have you over there to chat more 
uh, different fandoms, different stuff, different lore, all those good things. So, so it is fun. We yes. got through season one. I know. That it's was cool. so fast. I know. It's an accomplishment. <laughs> so three more. Three more seasons, yes. The, the next ones are a little bit longer. They're mm-hmm. they're actually six or seven episodes longer. Okay. Per season. Not bad, though. It's like an extra week. Sounds good. Each one. So. All right, friends. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, please like, please subscribe. And as always, may the force be with you. Ciao, ciao. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.